0: This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley and I'll be sharing how to start, grow and scale your education business. In today's episode, we're going to talk about something super boring. Um, It's certainly not my cup of tea, but everything in business isn't fun, is it? Unfortunately, we're going to be talking about standard Operating procedures, also known as SOPs. So, what are standard operating procedures? Basically, they are documents detailing the way things are done in your company. So, for example, you should have a standard operating procedure for how you reply to a customer email. You could have one or should have one um, for how you upload a resource if you have resources on your website. You should have one for preparing a workshop day. You should have a standard operating procedure for social media, even if there's only you right now. So, when I first came to creating standard operating procedures, I was just so worried that I wasn't doing it right. But the truth is, it, it really doesn't matter how you document it, you just need to document it. And we've been on a real journey with this. I created my first one uh, when my friend joined the company for a few months to help upload resources. My sister already knew how to do it, but I wanted, I wanted to do the standard operating procedure myself because I'd really not let go at that point. I'd not learned to let go properly. So I documented the procedure um, to do a manual upload of a resource to the website. And it was basically a list on Word detailing the actions. And it was actually so helpful Because I edited that document at least five times and I ended up with about 150 steps in it. Now you might be thinking, whoa, take that out, that's too much. But actually, that's not the point of an SOP. It's not a marketing email. You're not trying to take detail out. It's a detailed step-by-step process and everything should be in it. All the details and important information should be there because you're not necessarily expecting somebody to follow it to, um, to the letter every time you do want them to follow it to the letter every time but they're going to learn it they're not going to um, read the details every single time they do it they're going to learn it and they're going to learn the important features so every time I looked at this um, standard operating procedure that I did for uploading afresh I realized that I'd missed like a tiny intricate step out or that I hadn't been really clear about maybe where a file could be found or explained why it had to be in a particular format. So what are the benefits then of having standard operating procedures in place? Well, I've got five really good reasons to share with you. So let's just get to those reasons. So number one, the first thing is that it makes your company more valuable. Now, that might surprise you if there's only you working in the company right now. But think of franchisees. So they buy into a company and they want to be told what to do and how to do it. And even if you're on your own, it makes your company valuable if somebody could come in and and have documents where they can learn to do what you've done the way you do it. So as you grow your company then to include a team, A potential buyer wants to buy a machine that will instantly be profitable for them without them having to come in and take on a job, have to sort out the mess. They want to know that you've got good documentation in place like standard operating procedures and that everyone follows them and knows how to use them as well. Secondly, and this is my favourite one, is that you can see efficiencies. So when you get everything written down in an order it doesn't really matter how you present it. It's so much easier to physically see how what you're doing could be shorter. You know, it doesn't need to be done maybe. Maybe there's a step that doesn't need to be done. Or you can see what actually could be automated and then you can work on automating that instead. You can see what should be done differently. The first job though is to document it as is so you don't confuse matters. And then once you've got that, that's when you can look through and, and see where you can make amendments and and do it bit by bit, you know, don't um make it difficult for yourself. If that means you have five iterations where you make one improvement at a time because of time, then do that. Thirdly, if you're at the point where you have a few people on the team and maybe you haven't done your SOPs yet, having them documented can allow other departments to have a look at them and contribute. And you know, it can mean that they could offer suggestions of how they could help to make the process more smooth. And you can look at how and when different departments interact with each other as well. And you might be thinking, well, I don't have departments. I've only got a few people. But when I say departments, you might have two people on your team fulfilling the role of five different departments. And so you need to think of it like that. And that's absolutely fine. You're just thinking of them as working in different functions in your business so the fourth reason is that it will make training so much quicker which is what everybody wants so you probably already know how much of a fan i am of video training and standard operating procedures do not replace that in fact you know they are a format of standard operating procedures themselves and You know, now we're more mature as a company, we like to make sure that we cover multiple learning styles. So, we'll do a video training that you can refer back to, as well as a written document that you can print out and have next to you as you work, so that you know that you're following the right process. And at the end of the day, it's all about consistency. So, imagine a time in the future when you've got 15 people doing the same job, like resource creators, for example. Well, they're going to need a guide to make sure. That they're producing something that's comparable to everybody else. So, yes, already have the documentation in place when it comes to hiring and then training someone up because they'll be ready so much quicker than having to write their own. If you employ them and say, Oh, I'm going to show you what to do, and now you have to write the standard operating procedures, that could really slow things down. And five, finally, you need to be sure that you can trust that things are being done in a certain way. So now I'm obviously the CEO of Custom Secrets and I make no decisions about how things are done in production. I, I just don't. And that's the team who are the ex-teachers. They create, they proofread, and they upload the resources as well. That's for the management team in production to worry about those decisions. But I want to know that they're making sure that everybody's working towards getting the same result and that they are all clear on the same process, so they have to have some governance around it. You see, when you think about 15 resource creators creating resources, it probably makes sense to you why you'd need standard operating procedures. But even though it doesn't seem as obvious, it's the exact same reason that you need them with one member of staff. Even if it's only you, you'll be doing things consistently and efficiently, if you're making sure that you've got standard operating procedures and then you're sticking to them so that you know where you could make amendments as well. So I hope you found this episode interesting um, about one of the most boring elements of business and um, you know it's really not my most fun thing to do but it is important in making sure that the business side of things is there because as entrepreneurs we often like to do the exciting things and you know this isn't really that exciting but it's our job to do the entrepreneurial things get team members in place make sure they know what they're doing so that we can move on to more entrepreneurial things and this is one of those things where it's about implementing um implementing important things so that somebody else can do the bits you don't want to do so you can get to the bits that you're good at um So I'd love to know your thoughts. You know, have you got standard operating procedures? Are you going to go ahead and um, start writing some of your own now? Um, You can reach out to me on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Um, But yeah, I look forward to you um, highlighting my day, talking to me about (laughs) standard operating procedures. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.